homeless for a day? That's right. Buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. You are now listening to Guy and Car Radio. And now for your host, Curtis Rogers. So the year's 2010. I'm in school. And I'm getting kind of restless. I want to get out. And my teacher comes to me and goes, I got this guy in New York who is really good at what he does. And why don't you go up there and meet him? So I said, sure, why not? So I booked the flight. I get the hotel. It's somewhere south of MoMA. And I get some tickets for MoMA because I've always wanted to go and I'm, I'm an art student. So I go up to Agincant, where is where I live. I fly up there and uh, had a three hour layover. And I get to New York, flew into LaGuardia. It was real rainy and uh, real bad storms and stuff. So we were a little bit delayed. And I just want you to picture this. My head is shaved. I have a beard and I'm carrying a duffel bag, okay? And it said NBC on it, and it had the logo or whatever. I'm walking through LaGuardia, and I swear to you, the second I get off the plane, everybody is staring at me. And you know, at the time I'm young and naive, and I'm thinking, you know, well, what, what's the problem? I'm not real sure, you know, what, what's the issue? You know, and, and I know what was going on, but to, to be in New York and, and see it firsthand, you, I guess you kind of have to understand, like, you know, New Yorkers having gone through all of that having gone through whatever they had gone through, you know, they're, they're nervous and they're scared and they have a right to be. So I, I go through LaGuardia and I have no idea how I'm getting to my hotel. It's just south of MoMA in Manhattan and, you know, it's six o'clock at night and, you know, so I just, I basically find this guy who's got a van who's running over there and he's got a bunch of other people in it. So, you know, I paid him 20 bucks and uh, just a precursor, I had $50 in cash on me, so I have 30 bucks left, right? Because I, you know, I, I had known that I had gotten the hotel room, I was only going to be there a day. I was probably going to get pizza or, you know, I'm Italian. I was going to try to find some Italian food or something. So I hitched this ride over to, to the hotel, and, you know, it's fine. You know, so the traffic is a nightmare, and I have no idea. I've never seen anything like it. You know, I see people playing handball on the right-hand side, you know, down in this little thing next to the bridge and it's just you know you see New York from the air and you see it on the ground and it's just this you know awe-inspiring thing that happens I get to the hotel and I get out and I walk in and I was like what is this you know I mean this isn't what I bought right now there's no way this was $300 for you know a night two nights because I was gonna stay that night and stay the next night I was like well I guess whatever so I walk in and there, you know there's this guy in a trench coat and it's like the lounge look like something from you know American Horror Story, and, I, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm standing there thinking to myself, you know, what's going on here? So I walk over to the check-in guy, and I'm, you know, I tell him my name or whatever, and I say, you know, I've got two nights. And the guy's, oh, yeah, um, well, the problem is, is you paid for two nights, but part of it was a booking fee, so that's non-refundable, but to your debit card, it'll go back in seven days. You really only paid for one night, so you have tonight, but tomorrow night, you know, whatever so I, oh okay that's fine you know so I got 30 bucks in my pocket I figured you know whatever I'll, I go up to the hotel room I mean it's like this little cute it might as well have been a cube I might as well have been sleeping at an IBM office for all I care you know what I mean it's just 
this small little room and and the funny thing is the window faced another building so all you could see was brick you look out and it's like brick. there's no view i mean you know it was like that's that would have been another thousand dollars or whatever i go up to the room and i get everything unpacked a little bit you know out of my bag or whatever and you know i've got you know change of clothes or whatever so I lay down on the bed and I left the lights on because at the time they were going through that whole bed bug thing and I figured, you know, stupidly enough, if I left the lights on, you know, it would be whatever. So I looked around for bed bugs and didn't see anything. And I finally passed out with the lights on, under the blanket, curled up like a baby. You know, just, you know, whatever. So I get up the next day and I go and check out and I walk out under the street and it kind of dawns on me a little bit I'm homeless in New York tonight. What am I gonna do, right? So I was gonna meet up with the guy in Williamsburg, which is over in Brooklyn. I was gonna meet up with him about one o'clock. So I called him in the morning about, it was about nine-ish and said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in New York. Uh, I'll meet up with you. Give me a call back whenever you get this message. Didn't hear anything back from him. So I proceeded to walk from Manhattan, like mid Manhattan, over through the east side, which is like the, the meat packing plant, the meat packing area. So I decided. So I walked from on the east, you know. So I was in Manhattan, so I walked down the east side through the meat packing district, and I was going to go down and try to find some breakfast or something. So, you know, I only had 30 bucks. So I'm walking. And I mean, when you when you think of how big Manhattan is, you know, you really can't perceive how big it is until you you've been there. And I mean, it is it is massive, massive, massive. You know, and I live in Atlanta, so I've walked from, you know, downtown, you know, to Midtown to Buckhead. So, you know, it's nothing. But, you know, in Manhattan, it's this huge area. So I'm out walking around and I, and I don't really find anything for breakfast. And I was kind of like, I came upon, and this is this is this is the biggest you know sin I've ever committed. I'm in New York and I'm eating Subway, right? So I go in and find a Subway because I didn't I could I didn't know what was good. I didn't know what the prices were. So and I'm in a Subway, and this girl comes in, and she's you know she's super fit or whatever you know typical New Yorker and 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 I don't mean that that's nothing bad. It's just you know New Yorkers, from what I saw, were super fit, but. You know, she comes in, she orders this like extra light sandwich, and here I am digging, you know, they're digging my meatballs out of this slop tray and throwing it on top of, you know, this crusty old bread or whatever. And I'm sitting in the corner, you know, shamefully eating this stuff. And so I finish my meal and I get up and I walk down towards the Twin Tower where the Twin Towers used to be. And now there was a memorial. And I get down there and it is this massive structure and it's, you know, you see it and, and you don't know, but it's just this crazy big thing. So I walked up, the guy finally calls me. It's about noon. He calls me and says, okay, well, we gotta push it back till two o'clock. I can't meet you. So I said, okay, well, I'll head over to Williamsburg and I'll just kind of hang around. So I make it over to Williamsburg and I've got, you know, a couple hours to kill. So I'm walking around looking for some food. So I find this, this, it was, it was what I could tell was a Spanish place. And so they serve pizza, but you know, I get in there and I order a slice of pizza. And man, let me tell you, just from that, I know it probably wasn't the best pizza, probably wasn't even that good, but it was the best pizza that I have ever eaten in my entire life. And I, and I'm, when I say, I mean that, I mean that 
So I finished my pizza, walk around. The guy's like, all right, well, I'm ready. So I meet up with him and it, and it just, it wasn't what I expected it to be. And it was kind of this letdown, you know, you, you, you go all the way up to New York and it was just kind of this, this big letdown. So, you know, I get done with the, with meeting with him and you know, I, now I've got to find something to do. So I get back out on the street and now I've got, you know, my flight leaves in the morning. And so now I've got to figure out what I'm going to do. So I figured that I would go back to Manhattan and walk all of Manhattan to the tip of the Bronx and then pick up a train, hopefully, and make it out to the airport and then maybe hopefully sleep there. I I wasn't sure. So I go back over to Manhattan and I'm walking down and I get caught in five o'clock, you know, traffic. It's during the week. And I mean, it was like, I was telling the guy that I know, he's from New York, I was telling him, you know, it's odd where there's nobody out on the street during the day at all, right, except for lunchtime. But when five o'clock hits, man, it's like cockroaches coming out of buildings. It's just, you know, left and right, and everybody's coming in and out. And, and you know, it's just this throng, this massive throng of people. I, I continued to walk, I, you know, it, it was probably six o'clock, seven o'clock, and I'm on the Lower East Side, you know, down in the financial district or whatever. And I finally, it's getting dark, so I, I make a I make a left, you know, heading back east, looking for the, you know, little the Chinese dish, you know, Chinese food, because I was I was starving, man, I was hungry, and I had about like ten bucks left or something like that, and I was looking for food, and I didn't see anything, and it was getting darker and darker and darker, and you know, it, it was rolling around at nine o'clock at night, and I was kind of moving, and I was wearing boots. I decide to start walking north, I'm gonna pick up the train, head out to Queens and then, you know, go back to the airport. So I find this guy with a shop and he was nice enough to say, hey, you know, can I, you can stay here for a little bit, but I can't let you stay overnight. So I went back in the back of the shop and laid down on the table for a couple hours. And then I got back up and started heading towards the airport. So I'm up on the, I think it was like the L39 or the, it was the purple line or whatever, heading out to Queens. I think it was purple. So I get on there and I get off on the, I just decided to get off on this random stop. And I'm in Queens in this district that I, I, I always feel safe. You know, I've never not felt safe before, but, and it, and I'm, it was, I got off the train and I, and I tell you when I started, I started feeling a little nervous and because I was looking around and I had no idea where I was, who, who anybody was, you know, I didn't even know where I was. I, I could, you know, I might not even make it to LaGuardia in time to pick up my flight the next day. So, you know, I was starting to get pretty nervous. Well, out of the blue, this cab comes and I hadn't seen a cab all night. You know, I'm looking for a cab, no, no cabs anywhere. And so out of the blue, this, I swear, this cab comes out of the mist, right? And, and I see him and I could have kissed the guy. I just, you know, it was like, holy, just get me out of here. The guy was like, you need to go look Wardia, right? And I said, yep, I sure do. And I was like, look, I've got 10 bucks. When I tell you the weight was lifted off my shoulders, he drove me to LaGuardia. I slept on a table there. And the next morning I woke up and I took my flight and came home and I guess 
the lesson is I will never book a hotel room unless I'm sure that I've got the nights that I thought I paid for. But, and on top of that, you know, this was probably one of the most fun experiences I've ever had because I got to see New York as New York was intended to be seen. You have been listening to Guy and Car Radio. This has been a Ripley Rogers production.